Hello, all my creepers and my creepettes. Welcome back to another episode. Amanda's been feeling kind of under the weather, so we are flying solo today. So today I will be talking about upcoming horror movies for 2024. Um, there's a lot, so and I'm not going to talk about anything that has already come out. So we're going to be talking about releases basically from March, and we're going to go into about July. Because uh, like I said, there's a lot. So maybe later in the year we'll cover the last half of the year. So without any further ado, let's jump straight into it with uh, Imaginary releasing on March 8th. Just from watching the trailers, this was one of my favorites. Uh, it looks like... My, my first impression was it's the horror version of Ted. It's from the producers of Megan and Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, basically, a little girl finds a teddy bear in the basement that becomes her imaginary friend. Uh, but there is, it's actually a malevolent, um, extra-dimensional creature. So, um, the trailer looks great. I think this is going to be a fun one. It releases on March 8th. It's called Imaginary. Next up is Late Night with the Devil. This one drops on March 22nd. It's from the uh, Shutter Studios, so um, I'm not sure if it will have a theatrical release or if it's going to be straight to Shutter. Now, this one is about a 70s talk show that goes wrong. He features an allegedly possessed young girl on the talk show, and um, uh, apparently all hell breaks loose. So to me, this one looks kind of artsy which may or may not be a good thing. Um, I, I typically don't like the more artsy-feeling stuff. It looks like it has aspects of kind of found footage, like, you know, straight straight from the studio that this show would have taken place in. Um, I don't know. My opinion's kind of leery about this one just because of the artsy feeling. Next on my list is Immaculate, also dropping on March 22nd. Uh, this one is starring Sydney Sweeney. And as this one to me has a uh, Omen Rosemary ba Rosemary's Baby vibes. Gist of the plot looks to be about a nun that miraculously conceives, and this baby may or may not be the Antichrist. As far as religious horrors go, this one looks more um, something that I would be more interested in. Um, we'll give this one is definitely going to be worth giving a shot. Our next pick, You'll Never Find Me, also dropping on March 22nd. That's going to be a busy day for horror movies. There's not a whole lot in the trailer to give you insight to the plot. Um, what you do get out of it is this man lives way out in the middle of nowhere. Judging by the accent, I'm going to guess in Australia. And one night during a storm, a woman knocks on his door seeking refuge. Uh, but it's very it's suspicious because he's too far from he's too far out of the way for someone to just come up on him like that. Uh, so that that's really all you get out of the plot. But the trailer does kind of set a very good mood. You know, th there's definitely something else going on with her. Uh, but I guess we will have to watch to find out. Dropping on April 5th is the first Omen. of This is just a prequel in the Omens franchise, which I I know I've seen several of them, but they they are so slow that it it has not really left an impression on me. So I, I couldn't tell you anything significant about the movies. Um, this looks 
par for the course. Um, it will fit in with the rest of the Omen franchise. I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, if you're into really slow building dreadful religious horrors, I'm sure this is going to be right up your alley. So that's the f- the first Omen dropping on April 5th. Uh, this next one I found very intriguing. It's called Baghead. It also drops on April 5th. This is going to be a British movie. It follows Iris after the death of her estranged father as she inherits an old pub. Now, apparently, this pub has a supernatural resident, this necromancer-type creature lady um, that can talk and bring back the dead. And the catch for her inheriting this pub was that she had to protect the rest of the world from this creature. She kind of takes advantage of this and basically pimps out this necromancer so people can talk with their dead relatives. However, the the creature is a lot darker than she understands, and I strongly feel like her uh, exploitive business is going to have severe consequences. So that's Baghead. It drops on April 5th. Those of you with arachnophobia, I highly suggest you avoid this next movie. It's called Sting. It comes out on April 12th. It's about a spider. Uh, a giant spider. Uh, one cool thing that kind of gets me hyped about this movie is, is it used practical effects, uh, which to me that is so cool. I love practical effects. It's There's so much of an art to it. And it's so much more full of life over the, like, CGI. Um, So that's super exciting. Um, 12-year-old Charlotte finds this spider and basically keeps it as her pet. But it grows exponentially faster than it should. Um, It starts eating rats and stuff and eventually gets to human-eating size. So it's just about her spider and eating people. What more could you want in a horror movie? The next one on my list I'm also super excited for. This one has such a unique twist to it. It's called Abigail. It hits theaters on April 19th. The trailer starts out like a uh, a heist gone wrong sort of movie. Uh, these people are hired to kidnap this little girl. They have to keep her for 24 hours and then they get $50 million. Uh, they think it's going to be an easy job. They walk into this mansion basically to keep her for the 24 hours and then sundown hits. The mansion locks down and they find out that she is not locked in there with them, but they are locked in there with her. The little girl they ki- were hired to kidnap, Abigail, is actually a deadly vampire. Uh, and this whole thing was to trick them into getting her lunch. All of a sudden it goes from, you know, we have this heist ransoming this little girl to we need to survive the night with this deadly vampire. Um, it looks fantastic. It looks both uh, scary and a lot of fun. This one is one I definitely want to see in theaters. It's called Abigail. It comes out on April 19th. Not much needs to be said about this next one. Um, There's not, from what I could find, there's not a trailer out yet. It's Return to Silent Hill. It's supposed to hit theaters on April 26th. I love both of the other, the previous Silent Hill movies. They are classics to me. Uh, So I have high hopes for this one. I know Amanda does too. Um, She also loves Silent Hill which we watched the first one. We watched the original not that long ago, and it, it still holds up. So uh, be on the lookout for that and any sort of you know teasers and trailers, like I said, as the 
at the time of recording this, I couldn't find any. Uh, just it's mostly just promotional artwork that that is out there right now. But yeah, Return to Silent Hill. Be on the look for, look out for that April twenty sixth. Next up is another one that did not have a trailer or teaser or anything that I could actually watch for. Uh, it's called Infested. It releases April 26th as well. It's a French film, so that, that might have been why I couldn't find any uh, trailers. It's another spider movie. This one involves multiple spiders instead of just one, so even better. And it will be streaming on Shudder when it releases. So the, the Shudder movies are so good. That I haven't seen one yet that I have just not liked. I think Shudder is a great place for content. If you're not subscribed, I highly recommend it. A lot of these movies are going to be hitting Shudder, if not the day of release, shortly after. So this, this is one that will be on the day of release. It's called Infested. Coming out on May 3rd is Cuckoo. This is a German film. The right now, all that is out is a teaser. It's not even a full length trailer, and there is not anything in it to give you any information of plot. But it is creepy. There's there's not even much to describe about it. You just see the silhouette of a woman with some very Bioshock esque audio. It's a a guy talking over what sounds like a radio uh, you know it has that old timey 30s radio quality to it and then at the very end there's a flash of a creature so there like like i said there's not much to go off of if you look it up uh the synopsis is on a trip to the german alps with her father and stepmother gretchen discovers that the resort town where they are staying hides sinister secrets as she's plagued by strange noises and frightening visions of a woman pursuing her so I'm intrigued by it. Uh, there's not much information to go off of. It is out on May 3rd, and yeah, I I would definitely like to give this one a shot. Also hitting theaters on May 3rd is I Saw the TV Glow. This is another one that it's more on the artsy side, but this one actually looks intriguing to me, where the um, the one we talked about earlier, the devil, the late night with the devil. I don't know that I would actually watch that one because just judging off the trailer, which I mean, I know it's only a trailer late night with the devil looks like it didn't have a very cohesive plot. Um, much like if you saw, I think it's called mother with Jennifer Lawrence. I, I hate that movie. There's it's so artsy and the, um, the plot is so abstract it's not narrative at all. And I guess it is successful in its point that um, you definitely feel the chaotic dread of the mother. But trying to figure out what is actually happening and what is delusion and what is just metaphor is a jumbled mess. And I hate it. And I, that's the kind of feel I get from Late Night with the Devil Whereas I saw the TV glow looks like there's going to be some abstract scenes to it, but overall is going to have a chronological, easy to follow plot. Two teenagers are obsessed with this TV show. One of them, it looks like she is starting to, the lines between what is the show and what is reality starts to blur. And there's, it looks like there's a little bit of a mystery element to it as to whether is the show possibly cursed or was this all a delusion in the girl's head? Like I said, it does look more on the artsy side as far as like 
just the feel of it, the lighting, the cameras, possibly the way some of the the scenes that might be inside this delusion are shot. But I do like the concept of the plot. Um, it does. I know it resonates to me because the show that is in question that they are obsessed with sounds kind of like a Power Ranger type show, which is what I grew up with. I mean, in the 90s, that's what all the kids TV shows were some sort of, you know, team of kids fighting these crazy looking monsters. And that's the gist of the show in this movie. So overall, I th- I would like to give this one a-, a shot. Also, this one will be a theatrical release on May 3rd. This next one feels more gimmicky to me. It's tarot. It releases on May 10th. To me, this feels like they're trying to ride off the coattails of some other movies. Like, uh, I think it was just called Ouija, um, where they do the Ouija board and stuff happens. This looks like the exact same movie, but insert other game here. Uh, they use tarot cards, which what is frustrating to me is the whole plot is built off the stereotype of tarot cards and not the actual understanding of how they are used. They complete this ritual with the tarot cards and, you know, it it brings in an extra dimensional being that then haunts the main protagonist. However, when you do even a slight research about tarot cards, there's not anything mystical about them. Um, they're more of a tool for insightful self-reflection than they are anything mystical. So uh, that just it kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth. I don't want to watch a movie that is based around stereotypes, around something that people fear because they don't understand. Yeah, so I'll probably be skipping the one. This one, it's Tarot. It releases on May 10th. This next one has the potential of having a very large built-in fan base which may help or completely destroy it. Uh, That is The Crow. It releases on June 7th. This movie has such a cult following that uh, the original does that I am afraid for the studios on what sort of audience reaction they're going to get. I do love Bill Skarsgård. I think he is phenomenal in horror. However, if you stray too far from what people's idea of The Crow should be, there's going to be so much fan backlash um, that, you know, is it worth remaking at that point? Uh, do you, you know, as a studio, you should be thinking, yes, this is an established franchise that has a built-in fan base, but the expectations of that fan base are going to be so high. Is it worth trying to exploit for more money or are we just going to make a bunch of people mad? So, there's not a trailer for it yet. There's no teaser. There are some set photos of Bill Skarsgård in the costume. I try to keep open-minded when it comes to, you know, remakes and adaptations of video games and cartoons and that sort of stuff. I'm just excited to go get to see a movie for the most part. I tend to sometimes, during the movie, get super critical of, okay, well, they did this right, but this was totally wrong, and, and, you know... I, while watching the movie through the first time, you know, I kind of have, can get that mindset, but once I get past the first watch and can watch it again, I tend to be more open and be like, you know, it's someone else's interpretation overall, as long as the quality and the writing are okay, I can usually be like, 
yeah, it's okay. I don't know that I'll. It's worth watching over and over again, but it was worth seeing. You know, what gets it for me is when the writing is very bad, and that's when it starts to fall apart for me. But we'll see. I'll keep an open mind. I know Amanda's a huge fan of The Crow, so we'll probably we will probably end up watching this. Um, it drops on June seventh. So this next one is an adaptation of the of a book. It's an also going to be an M Night Shyamalan movie, which you can anticipate a very decent twist. And also, it stars Dakota Fanning. The trailer was it definitely captures a good dreadful mood. You can kind of guess a little bit of the plot, but some of the ideas seem kind of abstract, so knowing truly what it's about by the trailer is kind of hard. It follows a young woman, Dakota Fanning, who becomes trapped with three strangers in a shelter deep within a forest in Ireland, where the group must fight off a mysterious creature every night in order to survive. So knowing that, knowing that it's in Ireland, it's probably going to draw heavily from... Celtic Irish cultures and the Fae realm and that sort of stuff. If you're interested in that, it's probably going to be a decent movie. So that is The Watchers. It releases on June 7th. Coming out on June 28th, The Quiet Place Day 1. Uh, the Quiet Place franchise, in my opinion, has been really good. Especially coming... I, I do find it very interesting. People who are traditionally associated with comedy such as Jordan Peele and John Krasinski have had such success in horror. This is, of course, going to be a prequel for A Quiet Place. Uh, I expect nothing but good from it. And the last one I'm going to talk about today, releasing on July 12th, is Long Legs. This one stars Nicolas Cage, so what could go wrong? This one definitely has Hannibal Lecter feels, and when I say that, I mean the uh, the series, not the movies. Uh, it involves a serial killer case investigation that could possibly relate to an occult organization, and one of the detectives might be closer to that organization than things let on, which is exactly where I get those Hannibal vibes. It stars Nicolas Cage, like I said, so it, you cannot go wrong with the Nicolas Cage movie, I think. It could be great, it could be horrible, but either way, it's going to be entertaining. So that gets us through July. Like I said, there's a lot of movies this year, so maybe later in the year we will try and hit the rest, the second half of the 2024 movies, because I just feel like there's so much. Apologize for the short episode, you guys. By our next episode, Amanda should be feeling better. We should be back to the uh, dynamic duo that we are. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Be sure you're looking out for our social medias. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We also have a merch store with some really cool hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, that kind of stuff. The easiest way to get to it is to go to our socials, go to the links in the bios, and that can get you there. So we appreciate your support. Check that stuff out, you guys. We do have an email address. It is reaperscreepers.spooky22 at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Send us all your spooky stories. We'd love to hear them. Uh, let us know if we're doing a good job. And again, I thank you all for listening and supporting us. And we will see you next time.